Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour. Hello. Ciao, ciao, everyone. It's a gorgeous day here in Los Angeles today, and I am delighted uh, to be here on this podcast. Um, today, I would like to talk about anxiety. Although we might start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, um, there are still so many uncertainties that are linked to the current crisis. So I really have decided to talk to you about anxiety and how you can best manage it during a crisis. A lot of people are struggling with the current um, situation and the mandatory isolation. And most of my clients are really feeling extra anxious right now. They're anxious about their health. They're anxious about their weight gain. They're anxious about having to take care of everyone in the household not finding a minute to even care for themselves, and they are anxious about their uncertain future. So first, I want to say that our future is always uncertain. COVID-19 or not, our future is always uncertain. And viruses are always happening in the world. There's Ebola, there's the flu, there's HIV. There are so many viruses traveling around all the time. And there are things happening to our jobs. There are illnesses, there are accidents. So the future is always uncertain. We're just more in tune now uh, to how uncertain life is. That's all. So let's talk about anxiety. Anxiety is an emotion, and for most people, it's a very uncomfortable emotion. What does it look like for you? Where does it manifest in your body? For me, it can sometimes feel like a sort of tightness in my arms. It can feel like my brain is almost foggy. For other people, it's also a heavy chest and heart palpitations. Anxiety is really an emotion. It's just an emotion. And like all other emotions, it is a vibration in your body. It's different than a physical sensation. A physical sensation, for example, hunger or a physical pain, if you knock your foot in a chair, that goes from the body to message up to the brain. An emotion, on the contrary, is a sensation that goes from the brain messaging down to the body. And like all emotions, anxiety comes from your thoughts. From thinking that something bad is going to happen, you worry. And worrying is the action you create from feeling anxious. So whatever the source of the threat, what happens in your body is that the amygdala, 
in your brain sounds the alarm. And that sets off several reactions in your body. And within a few seconds of the initial alarm, your brain is on red alert. Your nervous system is like lit up like a Christmas tree and stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol are just washing through your blood. But despite the current COVID-19 crisis, I want you to realize that our modern world is quite safe and that generally, in most cases, there is no real danger behind our anxieties. There is no lion running at us. But our brain typically detects negative emotions faster than it detects the positive emotions. So, in other words, our brain is basically drawn to bad news. And when an event is flagged as a negative in in the brain, then the hippocampus organ in the brain makes sure that that event is stored carefully for future reference. So basically, our brain is like Velcro for negative experiences and like Teflon for positive ones. The anxiety, the panicky feeling you experience in your chest, in your belly, or in other areas in your body is just a feeling. And a feeling is just a vibration in your body, all driven by a thought you have about the situation or about something that was said to you. So if you allow that feeling of anxiety to be present in your body without reacting further to it, by being curious about it, then you will eventually break the chain of suffering right there. When you feel the anxiety coming, I want you to slow down. Slow down in your speaking, slow down in your walking, slow your body down to help create space in your mind, to welcome new thoughts, to help create calmness. The anxiety comes and it's traveling from your mind to your body. Imagine that you're in the driver's seat and Mrs. Anxiety is driving, is driving in the car with you. She's sitting just next to you. So talk to her. Oh, hello. Hello, Anxiety. It's okay. Yeah, you can travel with me. I've got you. Breathe deeply and really slowly connect with your breath. The breath will help connecting to the brain, signaling that everything is okay. If you are familiar with the square breathing, I recommend you do it. So basically the square breathing is you breathe in for four counts, hold your breath for four, exhaling for four, and holding for another four counts. And you do that slowly for four times. What I find really helpful too is to sing a little song, even just happy birthday. And if you're not driving, um, it's great to even stand up and like shake your arms, move your body, do a few jumping jacks, anything to basically get that sensation that's currently in your body to move around and to also distract your brain from that comfort, from that um, discomfort rather, uh, thought through ways that help relax the mind. 
you will see that quite rapidly your brain will receive the signal that you are safe and then the rapid blood flow and the heart rate will slowly return to normal. You probably know that there are times where we can't really attribute our anxiety to anything in particular, where we feel it's a sort of unfounded anxiety. And then you wonder, what is happening to me? Why is it there? What did I, what did I do wrong? What did I think wrong? And that's what I kind of um, call a secondary emotion, a sort of a layer that's masking other feelings that you have been resisting. So the way the second emotion works is if you feel a negative emotion, you try avoiding it. You shove it under the rug and you numb it with food or with another buffer. Then later on that day, another negative emotion comes and the negative accumulates, which then gives birth to your anxiety coming in as a secondary emotion. And that's where the practice of your thought downloads, as I mentioned in my first episode, comes in really helpful. It helps connecting um, daily with your thoughts. I like to call it taking the temperature of your mind and becoming more aware of what might have given you sadness or stress in your day to help prevent the anxiety to come as a secondary emotion. So ask yourself this simple question, what emotion might I be resisting right now? And then try and gain more self-awareness about it. Get curious about what is going on. The thought download really also helps you separate what of the story are actual facts and what are just thoughts that you're having about the facts in your story. We often think very negative things about our anxiety feeling. Some of my clients who compensate for their negative feelings with food tell me that their anxiety like spoils their life that their life would be so much better if they did not have anxiety, that, that the anxiety stops them from fully living their life. So in a way, they have the anxiety and then they add on to it by giving it so much power that they end up making it even worse. In episode four of my podcast, I explained to you the self-coaching model that I use. So if you practice your self-coaching and you want to write down an intentional model to help with your anxiety, I recommend you write your anxiety as your circumstance. I know that normally we write in our C line, in our circumstance line, something that is out of our control, a fact that is completely neutral. So here, yes, the anxiety is not totally neutral, but when it comes, it is truly out of your control. So by writing it in your C-line, you can then decide what to think of it and you can write it down and become more aware of what is happening. So write anxiety in your C-line as your circumstance. And then what intentional thought do you want to have about it? It could, you could choose to think my anxiety is here. 
It's uncomfortable, but the more I resist it, the worse I'm going to make it. It could be, okay, I feel that anxiety often, but I can choose to think well. That's okay. I can choose to think it's part of my human experience. I want you to recognize that the thought is what's sprouting your anxiety. Last Sunday, um, I was in a session with one of my clients and she told me that she hadn't uh, stuck to her food protocol. She ate cinnamon roll and for breakfast and then she had a burrito with rice for lunch. She felt a lot of anxiety coming from really frustration, frustrating thoughts. So she made that one fail of not sticking to her protocol that day mean it's all a disaster, mean that she's not worthy, that she's not good enough, that sticking to her protocol is hard and that she'll never lose her weight. So as you can imagine, there is no way that any of these thoughts could drive the feelings of confidence and determination that she needed to serve her amazing weight loss journey. So don't spin in anxiety. Don't let the fails stop you. If there is a time where fails are for sure allowed, it's definitely now. I want you to be kind to yourself. I want you to look at all the light and get equal airtime between your negatives and your positives. Don't beat yourself up. Just keep on going. Accept your COVID-19 driven anxieties. Anxiety is just trying to tell you something. It's part of being a human. Drive with Mrs. Anxiety sitting next to you and eventually with practice, she will move to the back seat and one day she might not even join you on the drive anymore. Carry her in your handbag and go through your day with it. Carrying that heavier purse is just part of your day. And with time, it will feel less heavy and less terrible when it comes. Make peace with it. Don't be afraid to stay stuck in an emotion. Allow the emotion to be there. Accept the anxiety. Because if you resist it, it will only come in a more intense way. Please, dear friends, let me know how you get on with your progress. Email me your thought downloads and your coaching models. I always reply back to you with a constructive feedback. And email me any topics you'd like me to address in the future episodes of this podcast. And remember, in this time of isolation and struggle, please treat yourself with kindness. Book your free life coaching session with me. The way it works is you bring in any issue you have going on in your life right now. You bring that in on the call via Zoom. It's very easy and I help you find the solutions and overcome it. Even just that one free session with me can be life-changing. To book it, it's very simple. Log into my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Caro the Life Coach and schedule your time. Remember, more than ever, your first wealth is your health. 
It starts with food that fuels your body, with good sleep, and with great mental health. I look forward to coaching you. Have a beautiful week. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash carolthelifecoach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time. Thank you.